Are we allowed to talk about marijuana on this? Sure. I talk about but drug it's, use all the it's, time. It's decriminalized in Delaware, right? So it's okay, I guess. We can. <laughs> Why not? I say we do it. We're not doing it right now, so... <laughs> <laughs> Man, that's too loud, dude. That's too loud. <laughs> it's the guys who cry. Podcast. Killer podcast, man. This is this podcast because so banging, I just put sunglasses on. All limp biscuit. All limp biscuit. All day. We, we we got we got Greg, quote unquote, the sound guy. <laughs> He's my uncle. One of my best friends. Greg Aloise is here with us in the studio. Greg, what is up? Not much. What's going on, guys? Sound guy Greg. This is why the podcast has sounded so good. This is definitely evolving into like a morning radio show. We finally got music. <laughs> this is our morning radio show, uh, like audition. Morning radio. It's nine thirty at night. Morning radio. What's up, show. WSDW? <laughs> I hope you're listening. <laughs> but man, it's great. We finally get imp- improved our uh, our quality, our production quality. So we have three real mics now. We've got everything plugged in. We've got headphones. Yeah, and Greg has been a big part of that, so he's part of the Guys Who Cry family, but he is part yeah. of your family for real. He is part of my family, yes, yes. He is my uncle twice removed. No, I don't know. I don't really know what that, <laughs> I don't know what that means. I'm just kidding. No, but he is my uncle, and uh, we've grown up together. I mean, family reunions, fart oh jokes. Gosh. Too many. We've done we've done so many stupid recordings, mainly he and my brother. My brother's a little bit older. Um, yeah, if you guys look up Farnky Boy. Farnky Is there a website still? I don't think there is anymore. It went away in like 2005. They, they made these rap albums that you're younger, like really well produced, like for the age and Dude, for all those that videos stuff. are sick. Well, then now we do the Farnky Boys Christmas YouTube videos. You guys Every haven't year. done one recently because of we COVID. We didn't do one because of COVID, but like we, we recreate all the music ourselves. We do all the video production and it's a lot of fun. A lot of yeah, fun. we tried to do one uh, last year, just trying to sync up with everybody and you know, everybody record their part remotely. It just, it just did not come together in time. So yeah, and it's hard. We talk about this too, like where different people lose motivation to do different projects. And I mean, I've been there. You know, Ruben and I, you and I talked about that with the podcast. Where you're in a season where you're like, I don't know if this, if I'm really motivated or I have the energy to do it. I heard a, a podcaster this week. I was listening to Chris D'Elia, and he was talking about being in kind of a funk to do one of his podcasts. And he's like, I was kind of in a funk, but he's like, maybe it doesn't matter. Maybe I could be in a funk and just kind of own it, you know. But you, you. When you're entertaining people, you can't do that for too many performances well, see, before people realize. Like, I do think it's okay <laughs> to just be like, you know what? You don't have to try to force yourself to make content. Well, I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I don't think that's very healthy either. Like, I don't think you should be like, I'm forcing myself to do content. Then you're going to not be happy. It's do, like, do you have to be in the best mood every time? Like, Greg, when you're DJing, you do a DJ for a wedding. Like, sometimes are you like in a not? The best oh, mood yeah, social? that can happen. Um, DJ Fat Beats 007. <laughs> that's your name. It's like there was. <laughs> that is not his stage name. <laughs> I forget what movie it was. There was a movie few a few years ago with um, was it Jeremy Piven? Yeah, the actor. He was like a used car salesman and oh, sold movie yes. and um, live free die hard. No. <sighs> I know it had Craig Robinson, you know, uh, Daryl from The Office. He was like... Goods. He was a DJ. The good, yeah. Live goods. or die hard, right? Oh, okay, yeah. Oh, the goods. goods. I go, yeah, that yeah. is it then. Yeah, that's right. Holy crap, that's awesome. <laughs> I saw that in theaters. It was actually too. a really good movie. I loved it. Ving Rhames was in it too. Ving Rhames. And he has a funny line, Chris. He's like, and I'm 90... He's like, I haven't been home in three years, and I'm 90% sure I left the door open. <laughs> <laughs> 
He's pretty so funny. What were you saying? No, Craig, yeah, Craig Robinson in that movie, he's a DJ and he's on top of this building, right? You know, and he's like yelling down at people and some guy yells up at him about he doesn't like the song he's playing and he just goes off. He goes off and like flips out and like, you know, then he like plays some really slow like kill the mood song and it just looks at him with those angry eyes like, oh, you're going to tell me what to play. I'm going to play whatever I want. And you're right. going to like it. And but um yeah, I mean, you can you can have that happen to you. I, I think it happens more in nightlife when you're DJing because you get people who are drunk and they come up and, That's you know, true. especially people are like, oh, oh it's my friend's birthday. You got to play this song. Can you play it now? And, and right. Yeah. Right. If you want to, like, turn a DJ off at a nightclub or at a bar or a night spot. That's the way to do it. <laughs> Can you play Uptown Funk again? Yeah, there you go. well, at a wedding, you know, hey, you just play Uptown Funk like five times. You're good. <laughs> you're good. Yeah, that's exactly right. Yeah, I was just at a wedding. They played. It was a pretty white wedding too. Sorry, guys. Like they played. <laughs> wow. They played okay. Sweet Caroline, pa pa pa, and uh, the Killers was played. But they're both like Bills, like so, like they're like a Buffalo Bills family. And so they played the uh, put your hands up and chat because apparently like that's like the the Buffalo Bills like like fight song. Wasn't he the cannibal in the Silence of the Lambs movie? That guy. Yeah, he's the one who puts the lotion on the skin. Yeah, he puts the lotion in the basket. Is that who you're talking about? No, no, no. Like oh. the Buffalo Bills football team. Oh, football! Um, I don't know anything. But it is funny because like I did eat, like there was one song and I think I went to the DJ and I was like, hey, can you play this song? And he's like, yeah, sure. And like. It started playing and then like everyone like went crazy and he was like, good call. <laughs> he probably good. saved the party. He, oh, no, I mean, the party was going pretty good. Was it? Yeah. Because like, I mean, sometimes you'll have, I've had, I have had weddings here and there where you'll have a playlist and you can tell they're like music aficionados. They'll have like stuff that's really good music. Like I'm not going to, I can't think of one off the top of my head, but like an example might be like, oh, they put Stairway to Heaven by Led Zeppelin on there. And it's like, okay. Right. That's maybe a great song listening in your car while you're driving around, but you know, <laughs> looking you at the that, stars. Yeah. yeah, you drop that on the dance floor and like it's just not going to work. And somebody <laughs> has comes everyone up, dropped their acid. Okay, <laughs> I'm going to play "Stay Right to Heaven" now. <laughs> Followed up by the Doors. <laughs> no, but I know, I know what you mean. That's why I say when somebody comes up and asks for like a, a uptown funk or something, you're just like, hey, cool. You know, it'll work. People will probably dance to it, and yeah, who cares if it's overplayed? You tend to just like unplug from the music, and you're not there to enjoy it. You're there to like watch the people enjoy themselves. That's true. <laughs> what the DJ did at this wedding, which I thought was cool, like he had, um, he would do like modern songs, but with like a different beat, which I thought was mm -hmm. pretty cool, and like do like a lot of mashups. So it was like an older song, but like with like a newer. With like a newer like lyrics or whatever, yeah. like it was pretty cool because like it got like both audiences involved and like yeah, it was pretty awesome. So Greg actually works at Longwood Gardens. I can say that right. Yeah, like that. yeah, yeah. But you actually created some of the mashups used for the fountain shows, right? They did. They had one uh, in 2017. It was a fireworks show when it opened. It was called Divas of Dance. I saw that one. It was awesome. And yeah. uh, it was fun. It was fun. It's a lot of uh, it's a lot of Lady Gaga and Whitney Houston and Katy Perry and. Madonna. How long did it take you to create that mashup? You were oh working on for like months, I feel like, right? Yeah, it was. It was months. I put way too much time into it. <laughs> That's the passion of like working on music and silly things like for so long. But I was going to ask you guys, are were there any social situations you guys find yourselves in where you actually are 
pretty antisocial because you guys are like very sociable when you are around people for the most part. Or times where you're just like, I'm not in, I don't want to talk to anybody, blah, blah, blah. Well, I've told you, like, there are times where, like, I go out by myself to drink or, like, I'll just go to a bar, take myself out. I'm just going to have dinner and a drink and then just chill. Yeah. Like, do you, do you do that a lot? I I mean, because you're, I mean, you're, you're also married. Yes. Yeah. Yes, I do. Um, no, but I know what you He's mean. He's taking ladies. He's taking. <laughs> Sorry, guys. Sorry to burst your bubble. <laughs> I do know what you're talking about, Ruben, because like I remember it took me a long time, though, to get that comfortable in my own skin to be that way. Yeah. Like, and, and the sad thing is it was even more so just, I think, DJing at some of the bars. Like, I, I don't know if anybody, I'm old enough to remember the Stone Balloon when it was still not a wine house like it is now, a very nice restaurant. The original Newark. Yeah, it, it, it used balloon. to be like, like a legit venue. Pretty much. Like Metallica played there. Yeah, Ga- Gavin DeGraw, who else played there? A lot of people. I did lights for Gavin DeGraw. Uh, wow. That's I didn't crazy. know who he was. They, they didn't have anybody doing lights that day and they didn't even bring in any lights. They just had the regular old like 1980s cans with the spotlights in wow. them. And I'm sitting there like flipping channels, making them blink and fade and all that. And they're like, yeah, we need somebody to do. Yeah, you go do lights. And I was like, who's Gavin DeGraw? And then like he gets up there, you know, like, I don't want to be. And I was yeah, like, One Tree oh, Hill, right? That guy. Oh, my gosh. The oh, One Tree wow. Hill yes. theme song guy. That's true. Yeah. That's, <laughs> it's that's pretty crazy. bad. Like, that's his claim to fame. <laughs> but he's got some good songs, good too, outside oh, of great, me. Yeah, but, great songwriter. Yeah, he has that song where he's like, if you find me, and I like that one. Who's that, James Blunt? No, that's Kevin DeGraw. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm not over you. Is that I the name of the song? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Oh, okay. I'm not over you. That whole album was really good. Yeah, I like it. But yeah, I mean, working at the Stone Balloon and getting comfortable with just being there by yep. yourself and yep. knowing the staff, then you're like, all right, you know what? I will try coming here on a night I'm not working because then like, so I guess it was still kind of cheating. You know, like it's one thing like mm. to go in and, but I'll tell you what, it's very liberating to go in and just be like, oh, I'm just here. Yeah, and then you can leave whenever you want. You right. can be like, you know what? I want to go home now. Guess what? No one's keeping you there. There's yeah. no, there's no peer pressure to stay longer than you want. So funny. It's still hard for me to do that. Like go to which happened to me last night. Said, I don't know. Yeah, really last night what? I worked an event at SIW Farms, and uh, it was super cool. They have this event called Field to Fork, and I was like, you know, I'm gonna go home. I'm gonna have a drink. I stopped at this bar. They were closing, but I know them well enough. They're like, yeah, you can hang out, dude. We don't care. Then we went out for a drink and like as my buddy and I were leaving the bar, this girl walked in that I'm like, you know what? She's cute. I would go out for a drink with her. Oh, snap. And then I was like, I was going to go back. And then I was like, you know what? Nope. I'm going to go right home. And I was like, you know what? It was cool. Cause like the old me would have felt compelled to like yeah, I five stay. years ago. I was like, yeah. I got to stay. But I was like, you know, what? I'm going to go home and sleep. And won't you know, as soon as I got home, it started pouring. Oh, good call then. Yeah. The rain just started coming down. That was smart. That was a smart move. I hate that. I mean, that's how it was last summer, dude. I, I, I'm so tired of that compulsion to be like, oh, I have to be out. Like, I want to be meeting people because, you know, I was last summer with that. And I'm like, oh, God, it's so annoying. I hate that. But I like being social. I, I mean, I like being talking to people. But I mean, I'll go to weddings sometimes or different things. And I'm just like, I'm done. Like, I just don't really want to be here. I'll just leave or whatever. Go out in the car. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. I'm super like I'm super social, but like I'm very extroverted. But sometimes I'm just like, mm, I'm good. I'm done. Well, like, like we I had, get bored easily. That's right. And like we bored. had that conversation like a month ago. Talk about that with. Yeah, we had that conversation like a month ago because you had just started talking to the girl. You're you're. Oh, that now. one night that I went. I was also really tired after. that. And I yeah, we had like a pretty deep heart to heart. And I was like, dude, you don't 
have to do something. Yeah. Like if you didn't want to go out tonight, like you didn't. Yeah. Let's. That's an interesting. Let's talk about that. That was a good scenario. So I had to bring you home that night. So I couldn't drink a lot. So I we had to drive to Philly, take which I was really glad you came. I had two drinks at this one place. It was a cool arcade bar, barcade. Uh, played with friends, hung out. But then after those two drinks were off, my ener- my energy just went. Pfft. So I was like, oh, I'm good. Like everybody else was talking and I just went outside for a walk. I didn't tell anybody. I should have told people. I just went outside for a walk and be like, where'd you go? Well, what? It was what a nice night. Of, well, yeah. And like what kind of like. That was it, fine. Well, it was after but that. what happened though was like there were people that like, lo- like one of our friends, Laura came out and yes. like there were a couple people who came out who like who only pretty much knew you. And they came out. They're like, "Hey, where, where, where's Adam?" And I was like, "Oh, he's in the corner over there on his phone." And and then no, we well, went, that wasn't a big. No one was talking to me. Well, and then we went to another. bar. You came and sat next to me. Yeah. Yeah, and then we went to another bar. Right. I was very anti. And then you just like walked over and then like sat in a corner away from us. And my two friends were like, "Yo, what is his deal?" Yeah, he went with his two friends. One I know, one and I, was I like, don't. Hey, listen, we're gonna go to another bar. We're just gonna chill. Yeah. And I think I ended up going up to him, and I was like, "Hey, man." You can go if you want. I'll figure out my way home. Is what I yeah. said. I was like, I'll get like a bus. I'll get a cab. I'll get an Uber. I'll get a train. I'll right, 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 right. You're like, no, no, no. I was like, all right. Well, like, how about this? Like, give me 45 minutes. Go get your car. Go mm-hmm. hang out and, and do 45. And that was great. I just hung out. But my like, car. I ended up telling him, was I was perfect. like, dude, like, you don't have to go out if you don't want to. Like, it's okay to say no. I don't want to go out. No, no. But the thing is, like, I wanted to go out that night. But by the time the alcohol wore off, your phys- physiologically, your energy. I mean, my energy just dies after that. And everybody knows that. People are like, oh, you got to keep drinking through the night to have like that that energy. Yeah. I just was tired, so we went to the bar. You were hanging out with your friends. I just went kind of in the back and sat at the table. Was like texting my girl or whatever and like I, I other people perceive that as rude i'm just like i'm just by myself why does anybody but care? to be fair i should have talked you to your friends no but like if you weren't talking to your girl why did that matter because you wouldn't know right but if you but if i'm saying if you weren't like talking to your girl for yourself you would have been out and a little bit more social Maybe I was real tired. I mean, I probably would have texted anybody else, like my friends, or I probably would have just sat by myself anyway. Like I was kind of like I was kind of done at that point. But I was fine to just be out. Like I was fine to just sit at the table by myself. What do you think, Greg? It's weird. It's definitely weird. I get it. It's a hard one. I don't know. I mean, I, I've I've definitely had that moment where you know the alcohol. I don't even know if it's the alcohol wears off. I think alcohol in itself being a downer you know it can sometimes make you tired that's why people were drinking all that four loco and red bull vodka yeah. stuff years ago um what would what, you guys say i should have done what would have been a better way to handle if say i had to stay there because i was going to take you home just like go out of the bar or just tell everybody sort of how i'm feeling that's a hard one i mean i've i'll, I'll sometimes go it's you have to i guess you have to be true to yourself and and, and i mean having your feelings be known is actually kind of a positive thing. Cause I mean, you can also be the kind of person that kind of just internalizes everything and never like, just as, Oh, that's okay. Oh, that's okay. But really deep down, it's right. like, Oh, that's not okay. I'm really mad. You know? Yeah. Or I'm tired or I'm exhausted. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, I don't know. I don't know the, the scenario that it was. I don't know. I mean, if you, I guess if I was out with a group of people, um, I always, I always end up feeling obligated to like be on, but I mean, I'm not a good person to ask because I have people I work with who I will stand there and talk to and, and like both of us will be waiting for the other side to be like, oh my God, when are we going to stop? Talking? You know, and, and, but here's what I think. Yeah. You were the one who drove. So you had the power to just say, Hey man, I'm beat. 
I kind of want to go home. And and I would have been like, oh, okay, yeah, you're my ride. So I would have been like, hey, Lauren, if like you didn't want to go to that second bar, you're like, I kind of want to go home. I would have yeah. been like, hey, Lauren, Alec, I'm going to go home because he's my ride. What's really funny to it is I've realized this is, and, and this pertains to relationships too and friendships, is like being able to identify what you want for yourself in the moment is not always apparent. So like... In the moment, I'm just like, well, I'm just here. I'm not necessarily thinking in my head, oh my God, I really want to get the heck out of here. Like, I'm actually not thinking that. I'm just kind of like, no, I'm just here, you know? Instead of thinking, Adam, like, so you don't make it uncomfortable for others, and because you're tired, what do you want to do? And sometimes I have to ask myself that, because I actually don't know in the moment. And I, that's a real thing. You have to ask yourself, what is it that I want right now, you know? Right, because, like, the conversation him and I had on the way home, Greg, was, yeah. like, a yeah. pretty deep one, and a pretty, like, it was kind of, like, we were talk. I was like, I was pretty upset. Yeah, because I was like, listen, dude, like it, it, it kind of sucked. Because like, you didn't want to. Because after like two hours, you just kind of disassociated with everybody, and we were like, there are people who came out to like hang out with you. Like there were a couple people who came out to say hey to you, and like they approached me at like when you were taking your walk. I was like, yo, what's his problem? Like is what? And yeah, that, and and the other thing is too. And like, that's why I said. I think I told right. him I was like, hey, listen, like. Because he, he was like, "Well, why do they care?" I'm like, "Cause they care about you, dude." Yeah. Like, and it's it's a that's a good thing. Like, right? Just be cognizant of other people's feelings. And I think like that was the conversation we had on the way home. Because for you, it was like, dude, I, they should. It's really not that big a deal. They shouldn't have given a a big deal, but they do because they wanted to hang out with you. Right, right. And everyone's different. Like I said, when I hang out with friends who were like that, I had a friend who would come out with us and just play on his phone the whole time. I just didn't care. I just I like I'm not gonna if he's happy being out with us and doing. That's fine. Like, I'm not going to make a big deal. And, but the one friend who came out with us that night and you were talking about, like, he wanted to go other places. And I was, I already, well, at least I didn't tell him. I was not wanting to go other places that night. I didn't want to walk all the way around Philly. We we're going to one or two places that were close. So it's just setting expectations, too. You know what I mean? Someone has an expectation. You're going to be partying all night like we did a few weeks ago. It's like, nah, that was not what I was going to do. So communication is a big thing. But yeah, just yeah. being up front. Yeah. That's true. No, I, I get that. But I also like, also, I also want people to accept me for who I am. So if there's a time where like I'm just a little bit quiet, but I'm still nice and friendly to people when they talk to me, like, bro, that's also who I am. Like, just accept it, you know. And if you don't, that's fine. It'd be my friend. My other friends accept it, you know. Yeah, I mean, I guess it's just how much you value those other friendships. No, but what I'm saying is, I accept my friends in when they are in a, a weak moment or a quiet moment. It's fine if I know that that's how they are. I'm just like, okay, that's fine, you know. Um, like again, I wasn't being mean or nasty. I was just quiet. So I, I don't, I like, if somebody has a problem with that, I'm like, well, that's just how I am right now. I'm a little bit quiet. If you want to ask me how I'm doing, go ahead. But like, if you just don't say anything, what am I supposed to do? Like those other guys never said anything to me. Right. But I mean, we're also adults. I mean, sometimes people don't want to say things to others. I think it's, it's on us sometimes to realize the situation at hand and be right. the bigger person. And that other individual, he and I are, we're, he likes, he has a girlfriend, but he loves to go out and party like all the time. And that's great. But I'm just like, I could take it or leave it, you know? I mean, how many times do you hit me up to hang out when I'm like, ah, I'm just too tired today? Right. And you tell me, hey, I can't, I'm too tired. Right. And the, but I didn't know that. I was, I was on earlier the night, two drinks. And I'm like, oh, yeah. Man. And then all of a sudden you just disappear. It's like, oh, here we go. Well, but yeah. see, but the thing is, no one asks, are you okay? I'm just like, I'm great. I'm out walking around. It's nice weather. I'm like by myself because no one was talking to me. Everybody was doing their own things. So I was like, all right, I'm just going to go for a walk, you know? So if someone else is offended by that, I'm like, 
well, it's not like anybody was talking to me, so I just, you know, I should have told people. That. That's was, the other thing is telling people. Was it a completely new group of friends? Was it like people you were hanging out with for the very first time? It was mul- multiple small groups. Okay. We went to meet a big group that was already there with their people. Actually, two of my friends didn't even know I was gone. So um, it was the one guy and our other female friend who I think noticed. But again, they didn't even say anything to me until you told me afterwards. So, Did you have any, like... Um anxiety with like meeting a whole bunch of new people or anything like oh that. no i love that that's no. the weird thing like i love big groups of people i worship at a church like i love all that stuff it's just my energy at that point was just kind of spent so i was just sitting by myself and no one was talking to me so i was like oh, i'm just gonna go for a walk like it was nice i just want to go walk around but i got you. other people perceive that i think is just like we're here where'd he go why is he not here you know yeah yeah because so, everybody's you know like they're i guess they were all together as a group right you guys were uh-huh. hanging out and what were you doing? Were you in a bar? You were in a barcade. barcade yeah. yeah. They also had all their gym friends there who we didn't know. Right. And out, so, like, so. I invited a couple of my friends out. Right. Uh, one person I had actually met at the wedding, the aforementioned wedding I just talked oh, yeah. about. And um, it was the first time I had seen them after the wedding. And then the other one was one of my really good female friends. Like, I've known her for 12 years now. She was my first friend in culinary school. Um, and she came out and we were hanging out and like we went to another bar, my favorite bar in Philly, mm-hmm. Johnny Brenda's was up. And, uh, <laughs> and, uh, yeah, dude, it was just a weird, cause like, it was just like, cause you just, cause we walked in and me and the two other people went to the bar and then he just like walked up and around the corner and I was like, what the heck, man? Like, yeah, four I- of us here. I thought, okay, we can get him away from the bigger crowd. Maybe he'll be a little bit more involved. That yeah. happened. My my energy was spent. right, and, and I sh- cool. I should have just been like, hey, I'm gonna I'm gonna go back to my car. You guys have a good time. I'm done. But like, I didn't. And my brain doesn't. It's like t- I'm maybe I'm dumb. I don't know. Like my brain takes a while to catch up with like what I actually want to do in that moment. I'm like, while we're here, the momentum's going this way, and it does take yeah. a while. It just it takes a while to get to that point where you're comfortable enough seeing that. No, it's not comfortable enough. It's knowing. It's recognizing. Right. Oh, I'm not in a good mood for other people. I'm really tired. Let me just say I'm gonna go. Like you know. Yeah, hey, okay. I'm just not feeling. I'm I'm, I'm gonna head out. Exactly. So. Or, yeah, so like let, let everybody know. Like, hey, I'm gonna hang out in my car for a little bit. I'll be there when you want to go home. Let me know. I'm gonna yeah. take a little. And that's nap. exactly what we did. It just took me a little while. Yeah, I got you. And then it was great. Here's a question for you, Greg. Here's yeah. something that Adam and I were talking about not too uh, long ago. We we're talking about a buddy of mine who is very analytical in his way of thinking. He's actually a chemist. It's actually Cortland. He was on the season finale of yeah of uh, season one, and. I mentioned to Adam that like when he talks about when he was talking about his his girlfriend now mm-hmm. like it at that point was very analytical. I did just to like oh, yeah. so it's not like saying talking crap on him. Like I asked him again like a week ago and he gave me like a really great answer mm-hmm. to why he was dating this girl. But like at the time I told Adam I was like it's just weird like he just talks very analytical about it. Like I could see marrying her. Because she would make a good wife, but it wasn't like why she would make a good wife. You know what I mean? Right. So you're married, right? Like, do you think that is an important thing to have when you are trying to like, when, when you were dating somebody is it like, cause like Adam was like, you know, if it's good, it's good. Like if it works, it works. Yeah. Do you think there has, like for me, I'm a romantic, I'm also like a hopeless romantic. So that's one of my issues. Yeah. So like for me, it'd be like, well, I like the fact that the girl I'm seeing is challenging me or like she pushes me to be better. Like stuff like that. Do you think that's important? Or do you think like it's just being, Hey, listen, like it, it works is, is no, I think, I mean, I think it sounds like you're looking 
for the good in the relationship and saying, you know what? She's pushing me here where I would procrastinate on this or I wouldn't do that. And she's helping me become a stronger person. I, I don't know. I think that's definitely a positive thing. The other thing is just saying to yourself, can I picture myself just every day being with this person? Or if something crappy happens, like if somebody smashes into my car or, or I get fired from my job or something terrible happens, you know, is this somebody I can go home to and kind of, you know, just get through the day and, and make things and, and actually make things better by being around them. But yeah, no, I think, yes, having somebody that pushes you to be better definitely is a positive thing. Is it about like, my thing was about just articulating, um, uh, an overall sentiment of feeling good with this person seems to work. We don't argue a lot of way, but you think it's, you think it's, and I think this is important to be able to articulate specific attributes about the person oh. that you think makes, makes the relationship good. Instead of just saying, Oh, it's nice. She makes me feel good. Being able to actually say out, say the things that are good. You know, I think that just depends on the type of person you are. I mean, mm. if your friends, if your friends, a chemist, obviously his mind is very scientific, right? So he's going to break things down into terms and try to use matrices and algebra. Right. And, try to find <laughs> and like, right, and like right, that's, right. that's what I was telling him. Yeah. I was like, you know, just break it down. It's so like, sometimes I just like, cause I'm a very emotional person. Uh-huh. I've been told on multiple occasions that like, Oh, like you have a pretty high emotional IQ, which is is, is a really good thing for me. But like, yeah, yeah, I don't know. For me, I like to find things in the woman that do like help me. Like you know, even in like bad relationships, I was able to like find things like, oh, I like this about her. I like that she does this to help me get right. this, and you know, vice versa. I should, think, yeah. No, I think being an optimist in any relationship is a good thing like trying to always look on the positive side of things you got to do that in life in general and i don't know having a high emotional intelligence having an eq a high eq that's one of the most highest traits of a successful person in general whether you're going into management or you want to be a career person or survive a marriage or you know i shouldn't say survive (laughs) have a good marriage hanging by a thread (laughs) keep that in there (laughs) i'm going down (laughs) get that couch ready <laughs> we won't tell your wife don't worry. yeah that's right Obviously, she won't listen to this no i'm kidding <laughs> i think both are, are important like having a, a overall good feeling about the person but like and and i can do that now too where i can articulate specific attributes and i'm like um uh we, we can solve conflict easily you know this person is an optimistic person they're a hard worker you know they're um what, willing to explore life in the world like I am or being able to list off kind of those checklist items like you can't do everything I guess but um because it's hard I always tell people it's hard to find all of those characteristics that make a good good partner for you like everyone's different and when you can check off a lot of those specific things it's like man this is hard and having somebody who's in the same stage of life who wants to date who wants to get married who wants to have kids whatever it is like whatever the checklist items are yeah it's good if you can articulate those things i agree with you yeah 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 i mean i don't know it, it for me i mean i also wear my heart on my sleeve so mm-hmm. like that's part of it too is like when i am dating somebody i take it upon myself to make them like if they're having a bad day that falls on me and that's just me i it i take it personally like oh i have to make their day better yeah but that's also something i'm trying to work on as far as saying like like adam and i are different people Mm -hmm. so like i can't hold adam and Cortland to the expectation i would hold myself to because we're 
three different people. So it's right. not fair for me to be like, well, I would do this in this situation. Why isn't he doing that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's something I've been working really hard on because like I feel like I have been like unfair on like Cortland and Adam sometimes. And not unfair, just no, I don't think at all. I think your criticisms or critiques are very accurate, but it's also kind of like I think sometimes you don't like need to say those things. Like people will figure things out for themselves. Right. It's also fine. I also like I also like I mean I and I've talked to people about this before. I was like, I don't understand why I get so worked up about it. <laughs> Oh, now that's interesting. Because I'm like, I don't understand why I get so worked up about Cortland, you know. Yeah, or Adam's or dating life or whatever. Yeah. Cortland's dating. I don't understand why I like why, Yeah, why is the... Why do I care so much? And like, because what it is, because yeah. like, I want the best for my friends. Right. Yep. And like, I want to push them to be the best version of themselves. And I don't... And I guess like what it comes down to is like, I don't want them to have to rely on somebody else to make them feel whole. Because I... Because I got to that point by myself, but granted, it took me like four to five years to get to that point. But I think for me, it's a very important thing to learn how to do, especially as you get older, you know, and 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 you're single. Like for me, it's very important to not have to rely on that. But yeah. at the end of the day, as long as someone's happy, I don't care. And it's that thing of. I always, I always think you can't project your own experiences and your own life mm. progress onto someone else. So, like, and you're I didn't have that right. same struggle with you. Did like I had, I had always been like around good people, good friends, good family. I'd always been like doing things for myself and like doing creative things and projects and like successful in school and got a good career. Like I'd always been doing all those things. So the fact that I knew that I'm happiest when I'm in a relationship. That's just a fact about who I am. It's not that I'm not content in and of myself. So I felt like you you project your own experiences of like having to discover yourself onto me when I feel like I've already done that. I'm just looking for the next stage. But but your advice is also still well taken. Right. Cause like what I see. Yeah. And Greg, yeah. you can tell me yeah. like if 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 I'm messed up in this. Because no, no. like for me, like there is a very clear difference. When you're dating somebody and oh, yeah. you're not dating somebody, especially with you, Adam. Like, yeah, it's great. And I mean, like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, like when you're dating you know, somebody. For me, but to yeah, you, it's like, like. Yeah, like when you're dating somebody, you're like, oh, I'm going to do this. But then when you're not, you're like really, really sad. And like, you know, there's days where you're like. I wouldn't say really, really sad. I'm just, I'm not as happy as when I'm in a Right. Yeah. And like, I think that's kind of, I don't know. I, I kind of feel like that's a little unhealthy. What do you but, think? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's hear could it. So, I mean, could it be that you're feeding off the energy of um like having the motivation because there there's somebody there to go do something with or an expectation to meet up or to get together or go out to dinner or go to the mall or whatever does that help with motivation like to do something is like kind of what i'm getting at Uh, yeah it helps a little bit i think it gives me a baseline contentment on which i can build doing other things i mean i can still do other productive stuff without that i'm just happier Doing stuff like a podcast, just knowing that there's a girl in my heart who cares about me the same way I care about her. It's just right, you know. and sharing that. So yeah. sharing that as a relationship, or yeah. not a relationship, a an experience. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I mean, you could kind of tie that back to what you were saying, Ruben, where like you feel somebody pushes you to be better, and maybe do you feel like the better version of yourself is when you are with somebody, yeah. or there's like, um, because there's probably a little bit of a sense of like, um. What's the word for it? Not necessarily like completion or satisfaction. Yeah, or, completion yeah. or like a almost like an obligation to like, okay, you know what? We've gotta we gotta do something together today. We have to get together. I gotta make sure I have all my ducks in a row so we can 
hang out later. We can do what we're going to do. Or It's a little bit of that. I think like actually living with someone helps me to be a little more organized and that kind of stuff. But it's more just the stability of like psychologically just knowing you have someone. And I so what that comes down to is a big point of like, can you be content completely in and of yourself or do your external circumstances somehow at facilitate your happiness? External circumstances absolutely facilitate your happiness. Like people who make more money are happier than those who are destitute poor. People who have jobs are happier than those who don't. People who have good relationships and family and friends are happier than those who don't, you know? So to just say, well, you're only supposed to be 100% complete in and of yourself is just not true. Like you need, like when you didn't, you were unemployed for, you were laid off. You weren't as, you weren't as happy. You weren't as content, right? I mean, right, you were but I also realized that I wasn't and like I was doing things like, but it's okay. Listen, but also, yeah. sure. But let's turn that around. Yeah. I was I was furloughed. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I started doing YouTube videos. Yep. Look at what that led to next month, October 6th on DETV, starting at 11 a.m. Yeah. on Wednesdays. Little plug. I, uh, I'm going to have my own TV show. And that happened from that because I realized that I wasn't, I saw what I was doing and I was like, I'm not happy. What can I do to make myself not happy? It wasn't because I needed to go out and date. I needed to do this because I was like, you know what? I want to be fulfilled for myself so i started making youtube videos for nothing else for me and maybe that's my version of like dating somebody i don't know but like for me i mean no i mean you put yourself out there i did yeah, you find and, like, another I way to say fulfill yourself i, I wasn't i i wasn't happy it was different it yeah. was a weird feeling not not being employed last year but like i turned that into a positive for myself right. so no like if anything that helped me more than my last 10 years of working adam so like right no 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 no. but that, i'm not talking about your level of productivity when i was single last year and i was upset it motivated me to go visit friends i flew places i'd never flown before i did other productive cool things that filled the void but still there is that truth of i am happier when i'm in a relationship you're probably a little more stable content happier when you have a full-time job but you, it doesn't mean you won't use that that opportunity of loss to, to be productive, you still will, but it doesn't mean that you won't be happier in some other state of life, and it's okay. But we're also comparing a, a job to a person. But it's an external is- circumstance. It's the same thing. If you don't have any friends, you might not be as happy as if you had sure. friends you're looking for. But, but you might also use that time where you don't have any friends to do something productive. Maybe you start a business or something. But you still might also in your head be like, well, I'd be a little bit happier if I had some friends, you know? Right. And, and that's okay. Again, I, I'm going to bring it back to this. Right. I never argue yeah. that... Of course, I'd like to be. Of course, I'd be happier if I was dating somebody. Right. I don't want to have to rely on that to make me a hundred percent happy in the in the state that I am. Because if I did, I would be an incredibly depressed person. And again, it took me mm-hmm. about four and a half years, four and a half, five years of being single and learning how to be by myself. Because I dated someone a year after I got out of this terrible relationship, and I realized, oh my gosh, I even learned how to learn to be by myself or like learn what I really like about myself. But again, and and I dated somebody that was like on paper, like the perfect person for me. Like I felt like she met my parents. Like we were talking about like marriage and like we were talking about all this stuff. And like, you know, I was at a point in my life where like, I was like, dude, listen, I'm stressed. I have all Mm -hmm. this stuff going on. I'm just, And I told her, I was like, before I met you, I wasn't going to date for a year. Then I met you. I was like, I didn't want to miss out on you. But then like, 
five months in, I found myself driving home, like getting mad at myself because I was like, what is wrong with me? Like this girl is like perfect, but like I can't find myself like in love with her. And like she was beautiful. Yeah. Like I, it was everything about her, but it, but it was my, it was me. Yeah. It was, the issue you, was with me. Do you think you weren't? So do you think you just weren't happy internally? I wasn't happy with myself. So like, I was like, I can't. And like, she made me feel good when we were together. But then like, I also really wasn't happy with who I was. Yeah. And like, to me, it was just very important for me to, to take that time. And yeah, dude, it took me four and a half years, like to finally be okay with starting dating again. Yeah. And like, that's why I just preach the importance of just learning to be by yourself and like being okay with being by yourself. But again, projecting your experiences, my experience is completely different. Like I've been single my entire life, most of my life. And last year was particularly difficult because I lost someone who was extra special to me. So you're in a, a slightly more depressive state than before I met that person. I was dating different people. I was good. I was like, I'm happy. I got a good job. Hanging out with girls, doing whatever. And then I met somebody who I lost who was really special. So it put me in a slightly more like after a breakup sort of thing. Sure. You know, It takes a little while to come out of that. Even though I'm still like, I love who I am. You were different. You were struggling with loving who you were. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, you, but I also, what were you going to say? I was yeah. just going to say, could you, do you think like you could have just been part of it? Could have just been being like semi depressed about the way the relationship went or yeah. losing that person. Right. And that takes, right. that's, that's almost, that's a void in your heart that's going to be there for a while. It takes right. a while to get, especially if you loved somebody to get over them, you don't just get over them. It's like when somebody dies, you never get over them. Yeah. It gets easier as it goes on, but you know, this is different because they're not dead. They're still walking around the earth, but just not walking around with you. And, yeah. that and that's something that different. we actually debate a lot about. Like, oh, what was that? <laughs> Remind because like, I would say, dude, I really think you need to get over this before you start to date somebody. Oh, else. that's our classic debate. That's fun. And like, I always say, like, I don't think it's cool. Like, I don't think it's fair to the person that you're dating now. If you're not, com if you don't real, if you don't deal with that stuff, like at least somewhat and you're re relying on this other person to get over that person. But see, the, the, the girl who I got upset with last year, right? Whatever. Since it was so weird. If I hadn't met like the girl I'm with now last year probably wouldn't have had any of that heartbreak. But like, don't you think you need to get over that? Like, you, I'm just saying. you'd still don't you, you don't think you would still have have had like the time of pain or maybe. But you know? I would have I would have had the person I was looking for the whole time and been like, all right, you want to go date with somebody else? All right, fine. I'm with somebody new now, so I'm good. So every situation is different. Sometimes you do need time to truly get over a heartbreak. But I already rejected this girl, the last girl I was with for a year, basically be like, this is not going to go anywhere, and I kind of see why. Like she wasn't really the person I, you know, quote unquote, supposed to be with. So if I had met that person last year, the person I'm supposed to be with, I would probably wouldn't have gone through most of that. I'd be like, all right, I got somebody I'm with. I'm good. That's true. You know? But what, what happens when that person's not there? What happens if that person... What is... happens after the person you're married to for 40 years dies? You're heartbroken. You're devastated. You're depressed. You might die. Sure, we're talking about something three months and No, no, no. Years, but, but... but the same thing happens. You have a heartbreak after a breakup. There's nothing wrong with that. It's natural. And I think there's there's the stages of grief. Yeah. Yeah. But, you, you, but you it's almost like you think like you're supposed to just be 100% happy regardless of your external circumstances. That's not how it works. You can love yourself and be like this situation sucks i lost my job my girlfriend broke up with me i don't have any friends like whatever it is like but i still like who i am i just wish i had this other thing what's right. wrong with that there's nothing wrong with that i'm just saying like the, <laughs> to, great debate. for have that to be like this is the one thing that's gonna make you happy there's always gonna be like something else like that 
unless you're like, dude, and you know what? I'm okay in the situation I am. It would be great if I could date somebody. And that's just, again, again, I'm telling like, that's something I'm working on is that I don't project it on other people. Right. But like, I do think it's important that you, that you I, deal with trauma and, and you know, like you can't. Well, just, what makes you think I didn't? I wasn't doing that last year. I was talking about it constantly. I was seeing my therapist. I talked to everybody about how I was feeling. I was but crying. But you also said was, the way you could get over her was to start dating someone else that was better. That's the weird thing about it. That probably goes to show I was heartbroken almost for no reason. I was heartbroken. But like that was this. like something you said multiple times. But it was and true. Then like, but then it would always come back to yeah. her. Like, it, even with, because like, the girl, she was the last person I loved. Like that's all I knew. I, that's what I knew. You know what I mean? You're gonna say correct. Which yeah. she, I mean, I'm just thinking if if you start dating somebody different, does that it, it kind of it takes you out of obviously if you break up with somebody and you're home by yourself, you're not doing anything. All you're gonna do is think about the one thing. I know. I know. Like you yeah. know when when my dad died. You know. Yeah. You. I stayed home for like a day or two and I was like, you know what? I got to get out of the house. Cause if I sit here, I'm just going to constantly think about what makes me sad and, right. and them not being here. Um, so I can kind of, I can understand that like wanting to get out. Um, that said, I had a friend that I ended up being the guy that was, uh, you know, this is back in the AOL IM days who she was a girlfriend of one of my close friends at the time. And they had a volatile relationship. They had broken up and gotten together so many times between like eighth grade and like after college. It was just crazy. It was like, are they going to get married or are they going to kill each other? We don't know. <laughs> or sometimes they, I mean, they would get, she was really wow. jealous and they would get into fights, but rightly so. I, there were some things that happened. And, but anyway, I just remember always being in this weird role of she would always come talking to me about her dating life. And, and it was just like, why am I the guy that just keeps getting, you know, <laughs> sucked so, into this? Yeah. yeah. So I would, I am back and forth with her and I felt the same way because I felt like she went from my friend to, she kind of was flirty with me a little bit. And I was like, no, 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 I can't do that. Uh, friend code can't even go there. Even okay. if you guys broke up three years ago, can't. And okay. I don't know if that's something you should do or not. It's silly. Sometimes it's just no, yeah. what makes you happy in life. But sure. uh, it, it worked out because um, she did go from one guy to the next to the next. And I was saying the same thing to her. I was saying, you know, why don't you take like six months, a year, figure out what you want to do. Now, granted, she hadn't started a career yet. She hadn't gone through school. She hadn't done anything. She had mm. gone from like high school to her first job and just kind of had started that first job. Yeah. Um, but she, she hadn't really discovered herself. She had really, not really. And I, and she didn't, she didn't, she just, she went from one guy to one guy to the next guy. And the guy, the third guy or fourth guy that she was with, they got married. They've got yeah. kids. They're, they're they're still doing great and 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 i was like okay well i'm totally color me surprised because i was like yeah. i i didn't you know i thought the same thing um but she see i will say she seems happy in life you know uh, she seems happy with her job she seems happy with her family life she seems to still love the guy that she's with that they had kids and and yeah. so i don't know i do think i think people are different um i do think having being happy and in, in your own skin that's a big thing um i, I know that for, for especially me. as you get older too oh yeah yeah because you have to know who you are yeah and that's a, that's a hard thing to do um i don't know some of us i guess some of us are more comfortable with ourselves before because i wasn't i mean it took me a long time like i would say going to a bar by myself especially in college i was just like 
oh my God, can I be that guy? Can I be the guy just hanging out like by myself? And, you know, and I think one of the first things that happened is I wanted to go see a movie and friends of mine, like all of them, like just blew me off. <laughs> I was like, all right, you know what? I'm just going. I'm yeah. going to People's Plaza. I'm going to see this movie. People's I don't Plaza. know what it was. <laughs> yeah. But um, that first time was kind of like, okay, I'm here. I'm sitting in a seat by myself. There's all these people hanging out with their friends. Yeah, yeah, I feel better now. And like, I, I kind of like started getting comfortable in my own skin. So I, I don't know. Awesome. It depends on where you guys, where you come from. I don't know. You you seem like you've always been pretty social, Adam, like with, with especially with just e- like easy to make friends. Like people come, they know you, they usually like you seem to, to like make friends grumpy, fast. Yeah. No, but to a detriment too sometimes. Um, yeah, I mean, I, I look to hang out with people sometimes more than I need to when it's like, do do the thing you want to do for yourself. I want to make a video or do whatever. Do that. And I've realized that's actually more satisfying sometimes. Uh, but I do concede your point. I think it's always good. Whenever you're in a time of of doubting or you're down or whatever, explore yourself. Use that time to discover yourself. Right. I like that. I really right. like that. Because like <clears throat> last year could have gone real dark real quick. It like, was dark, but we did a lot of cool stuff. I mean, yeah. for me, oh, for you, yeah, like yeah. it was the first time I'd ever not been working since yeah. i was 16 yeah wow and i didn't know what to do through no fault of your own either no, that's I mean, the thing it's like <sighs> were you by yourself too ruben like did you have a did you have roommates or anything no so i live by myself but like my landlords and my neighbors are like super awesome and like little they community were, yeah, yeah. it's like a little like you know compound back there yeah but like i took that time and luckily like Cortland had like probably like maybe it was like six months seven months in he had moved back from north carolina so he was like a big and and Adam too. We did like, stuff. We went hiking every weekend. Because you and I would like work yeah. out. We started working out together because gyms closed. Oh, that's oh. We worked out in my garage. We that's were right. working out. That's, that's right. how. And then we we're like, let's just hang out tonight. And then like it just became a yeah, thing. It was fun. And then it's, it's still weird to think that, like him and I have only been like really close friends for like a year and a half. Yeah, yeah. But like, yeah. And then Cortland would like film. He would help me film. And then at that point, I would right. send the the video off to my friend in Missouri to like edit it together. And then my buddy gave me uh, Adobe Premiere, so I started editing my own videos, and like that led to this opportunity now. That's so, awesome. like yeah. in a in a weird way, if I wasn't, if I didn't have that time for me, like that four years of getting to be okay with myself, right? I probably wouldn't be doing the stuff that I'm doing now. Yeah. Like, yeah. And so that's that's the only that's one of the biggest reasons I preach that. I'm like, dude, yeah. it's just sometimes you gotta do what makes you happy. Right. And like do stuff that you want to do and like do it by yourself. Like if you want to go see Shang-Chi in the movie theaters, dude, go see it. Who cares if no one else wants to see it? It's a good movie. If people think Marvel's nerdy, then go see it by yourself. Right. Like, you know, it's, you know, it's ironic. It's, it's like this. So there was the conversation in the beginning about going out to the bar in Philly. Yeah. And, um, there was like the oh I'm I'm being he's being antisocial he's like going out and in <laughs> yeah. the car. And then it was like oh I was being me I was doing what I was doing I was comfortable and now it's like it's funny you guys are on the opposite side of the coin from the argument. Well, yeah, because I'm okay too saying like eh, I don't want to go out tonight, but if I do want to go out with friends, for me that's a big deal. Yeah, like when I go hang out with a group of people, it is like once in a blue moon that I go out with like a big group. Right, right, right. Like it's like maybe like once every like other month that I do like a big group activity. So that was like a big positive. I was like really looking forward to it. Right, yeah, you're gonna be right. on the whole night. Yeah, right. Yeah, because like I don't do that very often. Because like when I'm working, it's like. Yeah, it's exhausting. So like, and especially like last month was really exhausting because so, 
Yeah, so that that's why it was weird. But like, yeah, also on the flip side of that, you're right. Like, I like to be by myself a lot. Yeah. I like to be by myself a lot. It's great. Yeah, it's good. But yeah, you can't expect everyone to be like that. That's I wonder cool. if it's just yeah. I was just say I wonder if it's like one. Um, yeah, being you, <laughs> doing you, even if it's at the moment when it's like a norm, a social norm to be very outgoing and social and always be there and then well and that's my thing too and then we'll, we'll wrap up but i mean i and i've i've learned this in some regards but even if i'm in a uh i wasn't even a mood if i'm if i'm really tired and i don't have the energy to like really socialize just to say it say it try to just figure out what you want and just be polite and that's the big thing because you don't want people to think you're being rude you're not trying to be and that's the thing i'm always learning and, and I'm, right sometimes i'm good at doing it sometimes i'm not yeah because sometimes it seemed like it seemed like you were really like you said yes but like you didn't really want to say yes I didn't know at that point. I was like, right. "Oh, this is what we're doing." So I guess we're doing. Instead of being like, "All right, they're doing that," let me just do what I'm. Let me kindly articulate it. So yeah, you guys are patient. That's cool. Yeah, I want to talk about this stuff though. Yeah, it's funny. I've actually, uh, I've actually been like uh, keeping in contact with Shannon. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. From our like, last podcast five four uh, ago. Yeah, she was episode two. Three four. Yeah. And uh, dude, it's funny because I told her I was like, I don't know why I get so worked up about my friends. And like their relationship. It's fun. It's fun to talk about. But like it, 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 it's funny. Like she's like, yeah, I don't know either. (laughs) She was like, you're like, she's like, I don't get it. And I was like, I don't know. Maybe I just like, I just want the, yeah, I care. And I want the best for my friends. And sometimes the best for your friends is just letting them do what they need to do. If we're shooting up heroin, dude, get as involved as you want. But if it's just like I'm dating somebody or moody, you know, probably it's probably okay. Right. Yeah. I mean, it was, it, it's just weird. Like, anyway. yeah, I, I mean, my, if, if I go, if, I, I would take this joke. Like if I went back and talked to like 18 year old Ruben fresh out of like Sunday yeah. school and like, you know, <laughs> bright eyed, chubby, like if I go back now, like being like the tattooed, like, like drinking dude I am now, like that guy would be like, Oh, what are you doing here? Like, <laughs> I'd be place. like, you're going to go through so much stuff with so many women. Like, you're gonna have the worst. Like I, when I was 19, I thought I was gonna marry the girl I was dating. Oh, I think everybody does, goes through that. Stuff. Right, short sighted. And because, but because of like what I'd been through at that point, because my parents were arranged and my brother married his high school sweetheart. So for me, it was like progression. But it's just funny, like to be at the point I am now. I'm very. I'm. I mean, I'm also very proud of the person I am today. And Good. so, like, I really want people to get to that point too, where they're just like. Proud of themselves, be, but it's not yeah. on me to say what makes people proud of themselves. So, like, right. it's something that I am working really hard on, folks. It's awesome. Me too. Uh, Ruben is working on himself. Oh, me too. We're always working day. on stuff. Yep. Oh, I, I can tell you how many times I go to work sometimes and just like, am I cut out for this? Should I even be doing this? Oh, are you, you know, serious, you look, dude? I was oh, yeah. you're like most yeah. competent person in no, the field no. ever. Yeah. I think everybody goes through that. You Everyone look at feels. what you're doing and you're just like, like, what am I? Like, you just have an off day. Yeah, for sure. Well, anyway, cool, man. You guys can check us out on social media. We're going to wrap up. Uh, I'm going to do TikTok, Guys Who Cry Official 2396, and yeah. Instagram. Instagram is Guys Who Cry Official. Awesome. Guys, sound guy, Greg. What a great conversation today. This We had no plans for this conversation. This was like zero Easiest. planning. We just showed up. And we're like, we're going to have Greg as a guest. We're going to introduce him to the audience as our sound guy and also part of the family. And You'll probably hear him pop up here and there. And thank you. Easiest conversations everywhere. Um, you guys can still buy t-shirts from us if you want. Send us uh, DMs, messages. Um, yeah. Anything else we need to mention? Hey guys, follow Ruben's Indian Kitchen on, on Instagram. Indi- my- Did you mention the channel? 
Like, yeah, DETV, uh, Comcast Channel 28. It'll also be on YouTube starting October 6th. Your own show. It's going to be crazy. It's a cooking show. Yeah. Stay tuned. Awesome. It's going to be so much fun. Great. Well, thank you guys for tuning in this week. Greg, thanks for joining us. And everyone, be entertained. 